10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Konnichiwa. Hello. You, if you are listening to this recording, have been chosen for a special government program in which you will battle to the death with 99 other of your classmates due to the disrespect that you have shown the older generation. We call this competition A-W-F. I will be your first moderator, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm just Jorge. And this is the competition where three boys who have known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. This week, we are talking about the sci-fi cinema classic, Battle Royale. And I cannot tell you how long it took us to find a suitable intro. Dude. <laughs> that not going to be inappropriate. <laughs> okay, the problems are these. The facts are these. The movie is very Japanese. So to, to quote any line from that movie, looking as I do, who is a blonde white person, not great. Not a, not a great look to start. Problem the it second. It is a Japanese film, thank you. I just, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Wikipedia open. I just like scrolled up. Like, okay. Whew. You guys. Minor panic attack that it was like a Korean film or something else. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, God. No. Okay. It is Japanese. No, because they, they say like the Japanese government, unless it's a Korean no, no. film talking about the that Japanese government. I was going to get a little yeah. nervous about like that. Like the raid. How, I mean, it was violent enough to be a Korean movie. But it's not. Yeah. yeah exactly. But no, no. Anyway, yeah, it's a Japanese movie. So it's like, okay, how do I find I something thematically connected that's not, you know. Quoting Mitsurugi yeah. from Soul Calibur. Real fast. Come did, on. Did you guys watch the special edition? Of, like the, yeah, the, the, the extended re-release? cut? Yeah, with the... With the, the little things at the end? Yeah. Yes, the Requiems. Yes, yes and we did. The, uh, those, uh, apparently, the a lot of those scenes, like, I know there, there's the full Requiem at the end, but when they're interspliced throughout the movie, they originally were not even in there. Those like yeah, that movie could really? have been just fine without those. Yeah, no, I could have completely done without those. So to give everyone uh, an idea of the premise, Brian, do you want to walk us through the uh, basic premise of Battle Royale? Sure. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to uh, another in our endless parade of friends named John that we have on the podcast. Um, thank you, John. You know who you are. I'm not going to dox you because I'm a good person. Uh, Thank you. You know who you are. You recommended this <laughs> by simply putting on our Instagram, uh, in our d- you slid into our DMs with two simple message bubbles. Battle. Royale. certain point, we didn't realize what it was, and we had to ask for clarification. No, our, our whole research really team cool. had to jump on it and be like, <laughs> what? what is Wait, going what is on this? here? Does yeah. he want us to fight each other? At one point, we had our intern come in, and she had a box of donuts and one knife, and she turned off the... The, the lights and we like okay hold on we should really we should really just ask what's going on right now i don't think this is what he wanted um i do feel pertinent that when brian was talking about doxing people taylor did flip him the bird um yes <laughs> i think it's important that everybody gets to share in that <laughs> can feel that yeah. um okay so the basic basic premise of the film battle royale it's the year 2000 the japanese economy tanks there is 
fifteen percent unemployment. Yeah. Okay. I just want to go to that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was like thirty-three in the Great Depression. Yeah, but continue. Like, there, it was like in, in this movie, it was like twelve percent unemployment. I was like, so is that like, like oh, that's right now? Rough, yeah. That like solid as a rock, dude. Could use some <laughs> some quantitative easing, probably maybe a tighter monetary policy. Yeah. It doesn't mean murder like yeah. eat the youth. <laughs> yeah. Well, this for is fuck's sake, that. can you like adjust the fucking interest rate or something? That's what I love about this because it says that and it sets that up. And you think, like, oh, that's going to be why they're doing it. Wrong. Wrong. It's actually not. Because the unemployment's bad. And what ends up happening at that point is the youth get super disillusioned and cynical and basically go, adults fucked up Japan. We don't care anymore. And they just started acting rebellious and shitty and terrible to every adult they could find. So as a result of that, not as a result of economic, you know, poverty and disenfranchisement and these horrible things, because kids were going, fuck you, dad, fuck you, mom. They institute, I don't remember if there's a formal name, but it's basically... BR. Yeah, the BR Act. Battle Royale. Essentially, what this film specifically randomly takes a class of students. So, uh... Yeah, anybody has these, I guess. It's in most schools. It's kind of figured. Well, out. Yeah, well, there's like the homeroom class. Basically, a homeroom yeah, class. Yeah, exactly. the equivalent of a homeroom yeah. class. Uh, about forty-two kids in this film. Yes. Puts them onto a deserted island with paramilitary troops all around, and says, "You are all going to fight to the death until one of you is left standing." Three days. There's for three days. Parts of the island, all of the island is pretty much booby-trapped, but parts are activated at certain times. Each person is given a bag with food and water for three days, uh, a map, and a random weapon of varying degrees. We'll just, we'll start, since we're in the the synopsis still, we'll go from there. So we follow um, basically two characters. Nanahara. Nanahara and? Nakagawa. Yes. Nailed it. Correct. Do we um, do we want to stay mostly spoiler free? I feel like I don't need to give anything away to be able to talk about this. We uh I, I mean like generally. I just like, you know. Well, we can finish the synopsis without giving anything away. If we follow No, certainly not. And yeah. basically we follow these characters in this arena, in this situation. In the battle royale. What happens in this particular year of Battle Royale. If this is sounding eerily familiar for those of us who uh, <laughs> watched the adaptation of Suzanne Collins' The Hunger Games, you're not alone. This is a Suzanne Collins' The Hunger Games is a blatant ripoff of this movie spliced with, like, The Seven Against Thebes or whatever. Not Seven Against Thebes. The, Seven uh, Against Thebes. No, no, no. The donate, you have to, Athens had to give Thebes tributes so that they wouldn't, like, murder people. What What is this author's name? Suzanne Collins literally never heard my, her name in my entire life. She really, she wrote the. Hunger Games. No, I re- I, re- I am yeah. putting that together quite quickly. Uh, never heard her name. Is it because life. I said <laughs> it out loud directly? I've never read the book. Ah, word. I haven't either. I just saw yeah, the movie. I was say, actually, I haven't either. So yeah. I'm really sorry. Yeah, but it's you know it's a very it's the same it's the same premise. Um, and uh, th- so this is actually what we if we want to start there we can start there because with a lot of battle royale media uh because this movie is a i guess you would call it a cult classic just because it didn't yeah. make a million billion dollars in america i don't even in know Amer- if it was ever released in america formally they did but 
They did? Yeah, they, it took a while, but they did. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, it, enough public support. Um, But this is clearly an influential film. Like, oh, obviously, yeah. Battle yeah. Royale, you know, fights to the death and this sort of things have been around before. I remember you referenced Most Dangerous Game while we were watching it, and I was like, yeah, of course there's, yeah. you know, re- references to that. But, like, this specific concept is clearly a a watershed moment that created, like, everything. Because I actually added a couple of, or an assignment additional to this was to play a Battle Royale game, i.e. Fortnite or Apex Legends or PlayerUnknown's Battleground, like, any of these games, uh, because they all spawned from this original Battle Royale right. film. Yeah, like, Battle Royale is now, like, a subgenre of media. And it's, it is what yeah. those games are called. They're in the Battle Royale genre. Exactly, exactly. Um, but do we want to talk about general thoughts on the film first, or do we want to start talking about, like, uh, games and all that sort of stuff? I Well, you mentioned the uh, weapons everybody receives. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's like, they're like, oh, some weapons are good, some weapons are bad. and it's But it seems like mostly everybody but the two main characters got <laughs> dope fucking weapons, yeah. and they got a pot lid and a... Binoculars. 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 <laughs> Well, everyone else has got tasers and trackers and submachine guns and real machine guns. There were two submachine guns. Right? Yeah, there <laughs> Dude, was a there lot. Were two submachine guns. That one Fucking girl grenades. had two grenades. Yeah. To start off with, um, multiple pistols. Oh wait, no, there was a fan. That's right. That's right. You're yeah. Absolutely right. Um, Kawada. No, Kiriyama. You're so right, Kiriyama. Yeah. So basically, with the, fan. The, uh, the only other part of this, because we're gonna reference some characters, um. We have Nanahara and Nakagawa, who are our main protagonists. And then we have Kawada and Kiriyama, who are not students in their class who are all nervous and scared and going, what the fuck's going on? They're these, when you first see them, they are these two, they're sitting on desks in the back of the classroom, all covered in shadow and badassery. And they just like, all the kids are like, who is that? Who's that mysterious? Oh my gosh, who's that mysterious man? Kawada turns, he's got a bandana on already, and he's just... Whatever. And let's like be perfectly clear. <clears throat> All these kids look like they belong in real life school. These two characters yeah. have straight anime haircuts. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's absolutely true. Objectively, yeah. like yeah. they just you uh, Kiriyama especially because he's got the oh like the frosted red tips yeah, in a like, thousand <laughs> directions. You know, I yeah. It, Were they red tipped? Yeah, I thought there was. I thought it was just black. Uh, I love <laughs> him just like walking around juggernauting everybody, and then I'm. What, as soon as that one building was like on fire, I'm like, please, please let him walk out of yeah. that fire and let them have a final boss fight. <laughs> it's like he's like blind, so his eyes look all crazy. And yeah, it was fucking awesome. I remember the first time I watched this because I watched it with you. This is the second time I'd watched it. When I first saw that, when he initially turned up and you see his, he's got like the glossed over white eyes. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this is this is gone full anime, and he's just like more insane now and it's just he became so insane that it's like embraced no, his blind. demon he, form or whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> no like that so this was my first time watching this movie and i brian can attest to this i thought this shit was fucking bananas <laughs> like every moment is like cool we're gonna give you a whole character arc the absolute depth that you'd want an entire movie and we're gonna cram it into 10 seconds for this character dead and we're going to do it again and again and again, like 40 fucking times. And that's something I noticed. There's 42 characters, and mm-hmm. very, very few of them are just, like, throwaway deaths. Like, they all, like, tried to show you a little bit of their backstory and, like, yeah. include, like, some connection to other characters in the way in the way that they died. Yeah. And I think uh, because also this was actually based a 
hilariously enough, this is also an adaptation mm-hmm. of a manga called Battle Royale. Um, was it a manga? I thought it was a book. Mangas are books. Yeah. What? Look, so, man, it says manga every time, so... The, well, I read book every time. <laughs> you, you understand that mangas are books. You just read them backwards. But they got pictures in them. Yeah, like comic... Like comic books. Books. Yeah, but you, we understand the difference between, like, a novel and a... Mo- like, we, we, we not did, insulting yeah, we did, it no, by no, saying no. it's a... No, 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 you're not insulting it, but, like, you know, the same way, like, hey, it's not really a novel. It's a graphic novel, so it's more of a comic. It's not really a book. Like, I just read the book, Watchmen. Like, I, I think I'm fine saying that. I would have been confused. Because I think most people, when you say book, think you mean not. Just a codex. Straight codex. Think you mean yeah, yeah. It's not an insult. You know, it's yeah. just like there are hence, words that mean more to people. Hence the fact that there is something called a graphic novel. Right. And that is a distinction from comic books. Exactly. That's fucking English. If there's, if there's a niche that needs a noun, we're going to fucking make a noun for it. Absolutely. Uh, um, okay. It's a, it's a Japanese manga series. And it's based on a novel of the same name. There we go. So Holy Christ. it was that thing where we were arguing a point where we were both correct. Except I think the movie was based on the book. I don't look, man. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. Fine, uh, sure. But the point the, is, like, it, 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 there. It, it was, <laughs> I, <laughs> having watched this and mm-hmm. seeing the types of media that have spawned from it and how much we all fucking love, like, culturally, not me personally or anyone in this room personally, like, Fortnite and PUBG and yeah, Apex Legends and all kinds of shit. Like, no, Brian I want to be. He did, he did, and I was embarrassed, and I looked away. <laughs> I wasn't, um, but like, I want to be thrown into an environment with strangers, and I want to murder. And like, that's <laughs> like, it's fulfilling. Like, no, 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 don't even pretend to give me a story. This isn't GTA Five. I don't need a, a idea of a story. I have one objective for whatever reason. Fucking put me in a hole and let me kill. Like, fucking Fortnite starts with you on a bus that flies. There ain't no explanation yeah. about what the fuck is going on. All you know is you have one urge, and that is the taste for man's sweat and meat. You got a bus? I didn't even get a bus. They just threw me out into the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can, I can talk about Fortnite right now because I, I played it for the first time today. Uh, this is re- the first time playing it? Really? Yeah. Oh, Why would cool. I play Fortnite? I'm not. I'm no good at shooters, and it's, they don't usually do it for me. Oh, that's, that's third right, that's person. Right. You know, it's not quite the same as like FPS. It's a shooter, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, at its core, it is you shooting a gun. Yeah, and I'm already bad at it, but I did have fun. Like most of the fun I had was being on the outskirts before I'd run into mm-hmm. anybody, being like, "Oh, look, a hoverboard. Let me like <laughs> fly around. Oh, cool, I got a rifle, and I'm just like boosting around on a hoverboard, going." Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as soon as I. As soon as I found someone, I immediately found out, like, to me, what is, like, a major issue with Fortnite, and that is actually not really a shooter. It's, like, a weird yes. 3D construct, like, wizard battle fight. So yeah. this, is the thing about, this is the thing about Fortnite that is so interesting. Um, a, a brief history, a brief bastardized history of these games. Uh, PlayerUnknown's Battleground is essentially a glorified mod or it's a use right. uh, it's an engine that was built using assets from another game that was essentially melded together to form was it like, paragon this sort of thing i have no idea okay to be honest. again uh, this is a bastardized brief version of things everybody calls it PUBG, right PUBG, yes correct if you hear PUBG, that's what it's talking about um fortnite was actually originally a different type of game i i think it, it was basically like a sort of minecrafty shooter that I think dealt with like hordes. Of, yeah, like, there was some sort of like it, it's on. like most of most people have been killed, and the last tenth are being hunted down by like zombie yeah. type things, and it's 
it's like it's Fortnite saved the world or something like that. And yeah, then... exactly. Well, that's that's the thing. That was originally just Fortnite, and then they came out with yeah. Fortnite Battle Royale, and then that became synonymous with Fortnite. So now they've rebranded it to Fortnite is the Battle Royale game, and then Fortnite Save the World is what they were originally working on for like years. Yeah, and I, and I, I've confirmed it's Fortnite colon Save the World and Fortnite Battle Royale. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, quick shout out. Uh, play, uh, what is the name of the company that uh, the studio that makes Fortnite? Really quick. The name of the studio is Epic Games. It's Epic. Games. So yeah, Epic Games previously had a game called Paragon, in which it was like five on five teams, and you battle in sort of a. You, there's a game that's like this. It was a MOBA style. Yeah, it's a MOBA Vaguely style. MOBA style. And my buddy Trevor and his two brothers and their other two teammates were in the top zero point one percent of this game. Like oh they God. were the best. And when Fortnite came out. They closed down that server to open up more Fortnite servers, <laughs> and they were fucking furious. Like, for the first time ever, like, no, no, we are absolutely the best at this game that there is, and it doesn't exist anymore. So, sorry, <laughs> Trevor, we just wanted to let you know that your pain is not going unrecognized. Congratulations on your success in a game nobody plays anymore. Yeah, which which game was that again? Paragon. Paragon. Yeah, I, I also knew somebody who was, for some some battle royale game was also like nationally ranked. So like, well, it's not Fortnite, Paragon. So. Well, it was a MOBA. It wasn't battle royale. Oh, yeah, I see. But uh, so there are other. I want to like expand really quick what our mm-hmm. definition of a battle royale game is because when we think of like Apex Legends, PUBG, uh, and Fortnite, it's like no, you're clearly shooting. But I was thinking mm-hmm. about other things that are battle royale format that I've played, then one of which I'm incredibly good at that Jorge introduced me to, and that is Hole.io. Oh, my God. That is absolutely a fucking battle what royale game. Hole.io is you are, it's a mobile game where you're connected to 20 different people and you play a hole, a tiny hole at first, like an acme black circle on the ground into which shit falls. Okay. And you, this hole gets dragged around and you're trying to suck in bigger and bigger things so your hole gets bigger and you can also eat other players and the game's over when you are either the last person standing or at the end of the time you have the biggest hole. So it's actually a a game, they have a battle royale game mode where it's last player standing. Otherwise it's, you when you get eaten you just respawn. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I I got ridiculously good at that because it was a fucking poop. They just like, take a shit I'm going to play I don't know, 10 minutes of hole.io <laughs> several times a day. You know, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. So um, I did did you did you both did you get to play Fortnite? I have played Fortnite before, but I played hole.io again and then I played Tetris 99, which is also battle royale, but it Tetris, actually is. Yeah, How, it actually it, is. You are linked up to 99 other players all playing fucking Tetris together. And mm-hmm. As you keep doing Tetris, you shoot things and you fuck up other people's screens and you try to be the last te- game cool. of Tetris going uh, on right now. If you just got a subscription to Nintendo Switch's online service, uh, you can download it for free. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite is also free and on like every platform if ever anybody does want to play it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Apex is as well. It looked Apex like Legends. it. I didn't try um, it. Uh, I know PUBG isn't because... They just wanted money because they made a game off of a bunch of reused assets. Dude, they so all just want money. I'm not surprised. Like, yeah. Um, I did. So I got number 30 out of 99 players in the one match I played. Oh, yeah, I did fine. Got 12 in Tetris, bitch. I, how many players were there? 99. 12. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I could do better at Tetris than I could do at fucking Fortnite. 
absolutely would take a shooter over Tetris. I am. Oh, dude, I, I crack under pressure Tetris. when it gets fast. I'm just like, oh, I, I absolutely get out of here. Like, don't. <laughs> but I did. I did stay and watch the rest of the match, and it's it's actually it is a pretty fascinating style of combat because like the last two people ended up like the the island had gotten small enough to where yes. they could see each other at all time. You could see like the the border all the way around, and they had both built these towers that where they were being snipers inside of and they just mm-hmm. kept building the tower up and like in weird shapes until finally like the their towers connected and they were just in this kind of a beautiful dance in 3D like rotating around each other <laughs> building walls and floors and dropping through and it's fucking it, rad. It was cool. It actually sounds really awesome. But I'm I'm looking I'm watching it he like he one of them kills a player, a bunch of stuff drops on the ground, he runs over mm-hmm. and so quickly complete change oh. of inventory and items and uses and i'm just like what how i can't even like i could i would have had to sit there all day looking at like do i want this gun this gun seems kind of cool how does it shoot like <laughs> that's actually something interesting to to kind of bring it back to the movie and the sort of one of the main differences with these is and it makes sense from a logistic standpoint to having fun is there's random assortments of weapons in or on the island right. during these games, like you drop down with nothing, and then you go and you pick up, like, oh, I found a shotgun here, I found a pistol here, I found mm-hmm. like this sort of thing, because it's very much designed to make you feel active and enjoy all the stuff. But like, the movie is very mean and cynical about it because it's yeah. just like you get stuff at the beginning and you get one thing, and the only way you get something else is pilfering it off somebody else, and usually killing that like mm-hmm. that's the only way you get it i think it's cool i I bet they have a game mode where it's like that i i don't know which game would but i think a lot of the, a lot of them are very because they're trying to make it competitive and and more not equitable but like put everybody on this sort of same starting block yeah it I, fortnite seemed like they had a bunch of like custom player game modes that you could play or like custom worlds I, or something they have like a like yeah. a bunch of shit to do i don't know i hope someone has made a battle royale battle royale, battle royale mod game, yeah. for it because that would be cool to see like just okay i've started with fucking nothing i have to be really smart and opportunistic and kind of skeevy if i want to actually get a real weapon and then start taking advantage of yeah. people because and yeah i wish the games were that cool though because it's never like that it's like yeah. oh no i just have to be a kid who has all the time in the world and can do this specific construction like hack exactly. almost because that is... I don't know I want a I want a a battle royale game that takes place in real time mm-hmm. like you have three literal days to do this and the map is literally the size of an island you well see, I was you just... just hide and you can just cover yourselves in leaves and like I'm just gonna wait here for four days and just shoot the one person but the second I shot him someone else saw me and like ah there's two days of my mm-hmm. life gone I would love to do a Call of Cthulhu scenario that's Oh, Battle Royale. fuck, you know Dude. how much I love combat. You know yeah. how much yeah, I love I this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm ruining cons- that up because I am yeah. ready to play that already. If like- you don't, I will. <laughs> I'm, consider- I'm considering different ways to do it, and like maybe we could even, some way in which we're not all together so you don't immediately know what everybody else is doing, or everybody would just be in a group together against a bunch of NPCs. I would do it. Uh, yeah. I would have everyone literally text me what they're doing. That's so what that- I'm, I'm thinking about like, yeah, like an online forum type situation. Oh, this is going to be That could so be really cool. interesting. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 this is going to be awesome. Um, be- because I do think that actually gets to the heart of the film and what actually a lot of the, pretty much all the other Battle Royale games 
lose in the translation of mediums from like a fill a passive medium to uh, a game mm-hmm. is the battle royale reveals character right it it shows how a person is it it doesn't just it's not just a yeah let's do whatever 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 and you know dick around and all these things it's like okay everyone presumably is here to kill each other and nobody gets out only one person gets out guaranteed that's it how do you act because in this movie we see several examples because they're teenagers and kids people working together we see a lot of that actually we see a pretty freaking amount we have uh, our main heroes we have their group we have the nerd group and we have a couple other uh various groups we have the sorority lighthouse we i love me the sorority oh my lighthouse. god that scene is so is good dude a great scene it is a scene where literally everything is going so well. Everyone's smiling and high-fiving and just fucking girl-powering. And, like, if you were to cut out black, come in two minutes later, everyone is dead on the floor. Like, just, like what it was, the it was fuck fucking happened? crazy. Yeah. yeah. Fucking ultra-violent. But, but, that, but it does end up, like, certain aspects, the, the paranoia, the self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the real themes that come into play in the movie. And I think... Yeah, seriously, fuck the Crucible. Just watch that two-minute scene from Battle Royale. Seriously. Same idea. Seriously, um, but like even the Hunger Games, if we want to, if we want to chat about that for a bit, even the Hunger Games because it's more, I guess, politically, like motivated. Like the the reason you're doing this is what you're talking about. The reference to like tributing people to thieves, aka the capital in that yeah, situation. Yeah, so, it's supposed to be a fear technique where you could be chosen yeah. at any time, so you better stay in line because you never know if you're going to be the person on the line. Exactly. Like, you know where where it's like everyone's so under the thumb of the main people in that, and it's basically just used as a glorified gladiator like slaughter ring to be like, look, we're in charge of you, and everybody else can go fuck themselves. That, like, the fights in there never seemed as brutal or vicious. I mean, it was also a YA novel adapted to a PG-13 movie, so... Four Corners. There's that. Exactly, Four Corners film. Whereas this is a definite R with sometimes hilarious amounts of blood, I will say. I think there's one or two where I just went, that's too much blood. Oh, dude, oh. when you when you first see also, how the collars explode... Yeah! Whoa! Oh, oh, they're they're awesome. all wearing these electro tracking collars with a like a small c4 charge in there and you think it's gonna be like a oh shit his head blew off no 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 they just like blast open your trachea and the guy just oh that's another thing everyone in this movie is hilariously unkillable and bulletproof because no one can be shot with a (laughs) submachine gun a couple of times they have to be shot 25 times roll on the ground be rolled over so that they're facing up shot a couple more times laughed at (laughs) then killed with like a knife or something like what the and this this is a that was a tame death in this movie well it it was it it's like they focused all their life energy into just their throats because if you get the throat (laughs) it's like a fucking waterfall of blood shoots out and they're like it's the weak point they're yeah. dead their parents are dead their grandparents are dead like everybody's fucking dead oh you got like a zelda boss it's the flashing red thing you have to hit and yeah, nothing like else is gonna get hurt it really is yeah because you can, oh some God. of them some of them get shot like 20 times by a submachine gun and it's like i am do not i have time to smoke a cigarette speak to my daughter on the phone and go to sleep <laughs> yeah which is oh god yeah it's it's an outrageous movie, but I, I wanted it. to ask you guys like a, mm-hmm. a political theoretical question about 
because uh, yeah. obviously this is a genre or a subgenre or a motif, really. Like, you know, the battle royale, depending on what kind of movie you want to do. Like, is this a movie about corruption? Is this a movie about government control? I feel like The Purge also, like, weirdly is adjacent right. to kind of battle a, royale. Yeah, exactly. It's but, a like, I wanna, cousin of this. What do we think is, like, what is appealing about the battle royale to us on a cultural level? Uh, just the violence. <laughs> it's a cool concept because literally they did not explain why having one random class picked for a battle royale at all helps calm the youths down when the rest of the youths don't even know that it's a thing. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's it's clearly not the, the especially so that's in the a, movie. That's a, the motive that's a, is just fucking out of control as to like why are you actually doing this? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, the purge at least like gives you like, yeah, statistics say crime totally it's down. Live. Whatever. Yeah, like let's it's get bullshit, let's get right into it. I'm like, okay, it. dope. Yeah. They say yeah. it to Whereas, get it across. Like all great sci-fi classics, the thing that it inspires is a little more fleshed out than the original thing, which is usually like, oh yeah, I mean, this is fucking cool. Animal splicing the fly. What a great, compelling movie. Island of Doctor Moreau. Why is Doctor Moreau fucking cutting animals up? I don't, I don't fucking know. He just he just liked vivisecting. Like I fuck it. Yeah. You know, it, it's get, we're gonna round this out later. He was just down for it. Yeah. Um. I I think there is something, and it probably speaks to more why the games are so fucking popular. Mm-hmm. Is I I guess the only way to say it would be the purity of it. There's no like real rule like it's not like a formalized thing it's not this convoluted like series of things you've got to go through whatever it's just literally like okay there's 10 people in this room one's leaving yep and that's it and then it's just like yeah. go it's like, just cool i feel like it's how you cool. do it whatever like, like the torture porn subgenre like the saw type movies from a writing standpoint it's like i got there's the easy way out. Like, no, this is an easy genre to write. You just come up with 39 fascinating ways to kill people and you f- string them together. In the same yeah. way, like, Saw is just like, let's come up with horrifying ways to kill people and string them together. But we see that it's not true because literally only the first Saw film, like, is actually good. In the original, yeah. like, it, it's, it's actually a good movie. The rest of them are just like torture porn. Basically. It's kind of interesting yeah, to watch, but, you but know, it's we like. Keep, we keep watching them yes. like we keep like that, they, uh, they yes. start coming out For faster sure. and faster like on a corporate side like oh cool these are super fucking easy to write and produce let's just yeah there is a battle royale sequel that is there is very poorly re- reviewed i i have not I, watched it i literally i was gonna say i literally clicked over it on the the amazon queue it's just battle royale 2 and it's just there's four like four and a half stars for the first so i'm like completely justified this is totally great and I just go over it's just like one and i was like nope and i just <laughs> yeah. We looked at it and like it's made fifteen years later and it takes place three years later and stars yeah, like, the same character. Like just... I am excited to see how they're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. The original one has an eighty seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. That one has like a thirty some. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Wow, dude. Shout out to not actually silencing your phones <laughs> when Jorge Spa the switches are tough on iPhones, and we all know that sometimes you flick it off in your pocket when it goes off in math class, and it's not actually flicked off because then your mom's going to call you, and then she leaves a voicemail, and somehow you call your own voicemail, and your mother is speaking on the phone <laughs> asking why you didn't pick up the phone, and now you're crying, and you can never come back to math class. We know this happens to everybody. Told you not to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't it. believe it. So Dude, we're I've about to battle royale in this room. Man. I know. <laughs> just, I, I'm telling you, man. One knife in the middle of the room, lights off. Let's just do this. Uh, but I have, and I have an idea about why 
why things like Purge or things like Battle Royale are mm-hmm. so appealing to us. Um, there's this like bad faith rationale. Like, no, 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 no. For the good of everybody, we just put a couple of people into the ringer and like, yeah, we know it's perverse to watch it, but like it's effective. Like that's the argument that I think people want to make. Like, you know, obviously right. totalitarian government uses it in Hunger Games and that's awful, but like the purge is awful and that's supposed to work. Like that's become almost a cultural shorthand for just ah fuck it, purge it out. But I I, I will I, say for the other uh for those purge films especially the later ones specifically two and three i don't know how the first purge was i think it was bad it is really bad um, dude. i heard they only get better and i've only watched the first one one two three one, one two three is a steady incline because they kind of get they're like oh we know what we're fucking doing and then the first purge is bad. Yeah, it, was, it was just a home invasion movie it was not yeah. at all what i was promised ba- and basically the second and third ones are more what you promised where right. you're going around the streets you're doing all this stuff all yeah. this sort of thing um but those movies actually do a great job of basically going Hey, the purge isn't actually solving crime. It's just killing homeless and disenfranchised people indiscriminately for like literally at a certain point, the government sends ringers in a la battle royale to just murder people because the rates aren't high enough. Like they're literally like the manufacturer. So the films do get this like they have that argument, like the bad faith argument by saying the purge works. But the films, the filmmakers are actually going, no, this is just fucking horrible mistreatment this, by the, you know what I mean? This is the same kind of shit that happens with a movie like Fight Club, where the critique is very clear. Like, this is a critique on toxic masculinity. This is an awful way to, like, cultures happen with hyper, like, toxic masculinity and I, uh, uber violence. And they parade around like they have some sort of mission. But really, it's a bunch of fucking men blowing up buildings and beating the shit out of each other. And this is, the, like, this is the the commentary that Chuck Pound New York, or however you pronounce his name, Palinuk. is Palinuk is making versus, like, how it's received culture like fuck yeah we should all be in a fight club i'm a proud boy and now we beat each other up while we say the names of breakfast cereals because fight club and like it's like no okay cool so i feel like but there's a difference between what the films are what the message is and how it actually enters culture more typically and i think this is an example where a lot of people would say something like no 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 I think it would be like an honorable thing if we just sacrificed a few of us for the good. You know, the needs of the many are greater than the needs of the few. Like, no, 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 no. Th- that's, that's not what that is. I don't, I don't know who you've been talking to that oh, wants to enter <laughs> battle royales all the time. What I was going to say is the fascination, the thing that I get with those when like discussing these movies or the Hunger Games is always, how do you think you would do? That is always the question I get when bad. I'm talking to people. People yeah. go, what we would, would you all do? do really, really bad. They but go but strategy. The fact that they talk about, like, that's what they get fascinated about because they imagine themselves for some reason in the situation and going, would I do, like, what's the right thing to do? Would I try to win? Would I do that? Like, that's usually the questions I, or the responses I get when I, when people see these films. That is what I was planning on asking during this podcast. We won't, we won't. Oh, no, I've no, got totally a plan. Won't. It's the same thing like what would you do in case of a zombie scenario right now? Tell me you don't have an exit strategy I, right now. I yeah. stopped doing that. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I never <laughs> stopped. <laughs> I, 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 sorry. So to fill in the blanks and like why the people that I'm hearing these sort of bad faith arguments from is uh, I finished up my thesis. Please dox them, too. Oh, these people? I might. No, um, please don't. But no, I, I, can't do that. I finished up uh, my thesis on radicalization and the rhetorical strategies of things like the alt-right and white supremacist groups and they cross a lot with survivalist groups and they cross a lot with like you know just 
bad men groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of this sort of talk happens in these circles. Yeah, but yeah. so the the audience in America that you are talking about is quite a different, more selective. I mean, group of people. They elected Donald Trump. Don't yes, but like come <laughs> so on, you said selective group of people. I did. Forty eight percent of people. Let's move on. Yeah. What, all right, let's say battle royale right now. What do you do? Can we select which rules we're talking about? Because movie, movie rules. established really quick. I just want to put a pin in this one. Um, <laughs> this is an unethical system. <laughs> Neither of you guys are on the side of like, I want to argue for battle royales. No. We're okay. doing a fun hypothetical. Now let's do the fun hypothetical are you about how we get mind? a murder. Because I'm psyched. <laughs> uh, with battle royale rules? Yes. Ugh, I yeah. would probably... So, okay. I... Almost had, or the guy in the movie almost had it right. He was just so, the first guy almost had it right. And I think I mentioned this to you during the film. If I was just going to go like full, like, oh, I want to win and I don't care at all. Mm-hmm. It would just be, I'm going to sit, I'm going to hopefully get a gun or a crossbow like the guy did. Sit at the front, wait for everyone to run out and just one at a time. Grab a weapon one at a time. Like that sort of thing. If I'm not a sociopath, which I'm not, folks, I'm <laughs> definitely yeah. finding friends. Said yes. the totally normal person who has to assure people he's not a sociopath. Exactly. Exactly. My yeah. <laughs> my only plan is to sneak into people's camps mm-hmm. in a situation where I could kill them, so I could be like, "Hey, look at how I'm not killing you, so you can join me and my friends, and we can all." Dude, I've seen be these movies. Together. The only reason you do that to prove that you can't kill them is so that you can kill them later when they're being more useful yeah, to you're you. You're dropping their guard so that later at the key moment you can go. No, dude, I get I get killed early. That's all that happens. But I, oh, I, in dude, real you gotta, life, you, yeah, that's I, what you gotta do, man. I, it's not in in can't. real life. In honest real life, yeah. I don't know if I have the guts to remotely attack another human being before yeah. they start killing me. Because even you know if I, mean? I did want to be the last one standing, there's there's no chance it's happening. Like, oh no, <laughs> no. in this room, no, none of uh, us are the uh-uh. last man standing. Yeah, but I got to run wow. for like ten minutes. And it's just like, uh, uh-uh. really, Brian? <laughs> really? You think you'd be the last man standing? Okay. No, I mean, I can follow all the rules, like get to the high ground, you know, like uh, get a, a weapon that allows the Earth's good distance, mm-hmm. have something that's effective close up that you don't need to reload. Like, sure, still going to die. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, best best case scenario is me and my friends are drunk when all the callers destroy us for not playing the game. Best case scenario. Oh, everyone's just blacked out and completely, like... <laughs> Shit yeah, we just we just, just find like, booze and we part we just party two, it out. One, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all at the same time, like good friends, and then we go to heaven. The best and worst we go to New heaven. Year's <laughs> Eve ever. Where heaven is one giant battle royale. Oh, now yeah. you can play forever. No, it just turns into no Star Wars. Actually, it turns into Star Wars Battlefront where you keep respawning. Actually, oh, a fun. I think it's yeah. It should be Norse. Valhalla is essentially that. There is oh, a yeah. giant feasting hall where all great warriors go. And they just drink and drink and drink and talk about story, everything, whatever, right? And then it's like, all right, we're going on the battlefield. And then they have a giant fight among literally, like, the best warriors of the lands who have all died and, you know, gone up to this. They all fight, 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 fight. And when you die there, you just go right back to the hall and drink and eat and drink and eat and then go right back. It's exactly You think everybody in Valhalla is now on a giant couch playing Fortnite, though? Uh, <laughs> So, Taylor, you you didn't tell us your your uh, your battle royale plan. 
your plan, oh yeah plan uh, royale battle definitely follow the rules uh <laughs> get the get to the high ground get a weapon that allows me to maintain distance and find a way to hide so kill everybody still is what you oh say. no 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 i yeah, stay yes. in nature dude that social contract here it is ripping <laughs> Right out the window, <laughs> like I immediately murder town. Okay, so not not finding Taylor, staying away from Taylor. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys are, of course, part of the group. You guys will be more you useful to me alive. You almost said you guys are cool and <laughs> said don't go to school tomorrow. That was really bad. Um, no, I would absolutely. This is the thing. This is actually the thing. I would a hundred percent trust my friend in that scenario. If we were all in it, I would be like, we are absolutely staying together. Like. Until this group falls apart, I'm that that ups your odds until that group starts to splinter. The only thing yeah. the the like survivalist scary thing to do if you are just trying to win and that's all that matters is you make sure you have the advantage in the group but not the obvious one where everyone goes, "Oh, Taylor's the like leader right now. He's the threat, so I've got to get rid of him once this group outlives its usefulness." You've got to be, like, the second or third person where nobody's really paying attention to you, but you're like, oh, I've actually collected all of the knives and guns of the party and have been holding on to them the whole time. Goodbye. And then that sort of thing. Like, Man, y'all would splinter my happy little groove right down the middle. There's a level of happiness, maximum happiness for a group in a battle royale scenario, Jorge. Like, I like to think that it's only three days. We can convince everybody that nobody's going to win this and we should all just get drunk and have fun until it goes down. Yeah. I don't know, man, because mm. all it takes is literally one person to go, yep, cool. We'll all just sit here. We'll all just sit here. Honestly, and if they walk around while we're fucking passed out drunk and just start executing everybody, like, yeah, same thing. If it's quick, then fine. Same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. That is, uh, to come back to the, the movie just a little bit, what is so interesting is what you just said literally happens like four to five. Oh times yeah, it's definitely one of the legitimate responses that it, people it, it try is just to have. Oh yeah, of, yeah, yeah. There are quite a few connective groups because again, this is, literally imagine your senior class in high school or your you know the equivalent in when you were in freshman year or sophomore year. Those people, those are the people you're fighting. Like that's the insane part of that. So it's like mm-hmm. the clicks definitely click together, but. One person, this happens multiple times in the movie, one person just gets either on too on edge or, again, thinks the group's outlived its usefulness or wants something more than somebody else. They even let past high school petty dramas dictate murder in this movie. Yeah. Like, and that, well, that was, pretty dope. at first I thought that was <laughs> like, this is really funny. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. But, I worked with a bunch of 15-year-olds. That shit is not petty drama to them. That is the most dramatic thing that has yet happened to them. So, like, yeah, this is a blood feud, Stacy, because you did knock over my nail polish (laughs) last gym class. Yeah, Brad, you did hold Jessica's hand. I'm going to fucking nut you. Oh, no, and it's it's true stuff. Uh, One of the releases had to be delayed, like, one of in in a different country because of the Sasebo slashing. Um which I won't get into right now, but if you want more true crime stuff, you can look into that. Where yeah, okay. The murderer, who is a child, did read the novel and watch the movie. Oh, dear. And so they're like, we need to, we need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> Wait till 2019 comes around, and this same genre is the most popular game in the world. Exactly. Then we can, you know, yeah. then we can do this. 
but as long as there's microtransactions, the kids will always be busy and they'll never come for Jesus. us. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. And look at that. Capitalism <laughs> solves. Oh, I, thought <laughs> say, I thought you were saying they never discuss and formally think about the moral implications of doing a battle royale in real life. That's just, oh, no, God. they'll just never come for us. They clearly have bought in hook, line, and sinker and are ready to do this in real life. But as long as they have to pay two ninety nine for a candy cane pickaxe, they will be <laughs> docile and sedated. Yeah, that's yeah, why every time the season restarts. Are you kidding me? This is literally an episode of fucking Black Mirror. Like when they've got the bikes and the little like microtransactions they have to do as they're building yeah. up the PowerPoints or whatever. Like Episode 2, Season 1. Yeah, with Danny Kaluuya, the guy yes. from Get Out. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Damn. Um, two, one or two other th- uh, I only have two other things just as fun uh, tidbit. Um, since this is a Japanese movie in 2000 and... Gen- I mean, did well, but isn't necess- wasn't like a blockbuster from what I could tell. Did it, it was do like that well in Japan. Um, it did pretty. I mean, the crit- the the problem was that everybody thought it was like morally reprehensible. Yeah, exactly. So they were trying to get it banned everywhere, so it like, which means that everyone wouldn't go see it. Yeah. yeah, it was like a. It just started to become like this cursed film that's just like, <laughs> oh my god, this movie's so crazy. Probably. Um, but since we're just completely unaware of Japanese stars and those things, uh, there's there's two main actor. There's an actor and an actress that you may know. Uh, from a couple of the movies, there's Takeshi Kitano, who plays Kitano um, in the film. He is the main teacher who was wronged a couple years ago. Who basically he was butt slashed, so decides to genocide. Decides is the to genocide answer. the class. It's pretty. I'm just gonna say it's a smidge of an overreaction. Because um, yeah. <laughs> he literally went for a butt slash, and that was it. And then he went, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna kill all of them." And the, the, the message they leave on the board when they decide to skip class is just, we decided not to go to class because we didn't want to, yeah, like, like, love <laughs> class B3. Uh, and that's when he decides the only answer is murder. Yes. Yeah. But it's because it's not even like, hey, murder. go fuck yourself, you fat fuck. It was just like, we just don't want to go yeah, come to class. Like Bye. Yeah. We have decided as a group, civilly and uh, democratically, that uh, school isn't for us right now. Ta-ra. It's not like, yeah, fuck you, fogies. <laughs> he did get stabbed, all right? Like, let's just he got butt slashed. People in the local <laughs> mall, we grew up in the area where the butt slasher was. That's actually true. That was, that was, we were in middle school or high school when that was happening. And like, but the butt slashing was so innocuous that people didn't realize they had been butt slashed often until, you know, their pants were dripping red with their own blood. Because so it, you didn't it get was butt so subtle. You don't know. Yeah. And to be fair, we did still create like a butt slasher special task force that was like in full SWAT gear and doing God knows what. <laughs> yeah. No, don't be wrong. The butt slasher was a Violating. menace that needed to be stopped. I'm just saying it's not the same thing. Not to belittle the crime because obviously it was a dude. Really and like obviously every crime. victim of butt slashing was a woman because of course it was. He was one bat slash away from serial killer, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Like this is still a reprehensible thing to do. But it's the butt slasher. <laughs> you know, it's, it's got two T's. <laughs> Someone giggled on the air when they talked about it. You know, like. uh, yeah. No reason to genocide kids is all we're saying. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> butt slashing or not, there's no reason to take it quite to genocide. Um, but also, what yeah. branch of the government was it that hired a high school teacher to like run the military? The government oh. branch of the government. Because they certainly aren't hiring them in the Department of Education. Ew! Got to hire those teachers somewhere. 
Sorry, that was a quick stab at Betsy DeVos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a, a quick butt slash at Betsy a DeVos. Quick, a quick butt slash at Betsy is DeVos. Is that the most political we've been now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just about, this is probably. easily our most political episode. Um, oh. Oh, so you may recognize him. He's been a staple in Japanese film from the 80s and 90s. I think in the 70s, too. He was big. You may recognize him from other stuff. He's the, the guy who always looks like he's about to cry. Yes. Uh, the other one is... I believe her character's name is Chigusa. Um, it is. She is. She's a runner in the movie. She's wearing tracksuit. Uh, she was in a little-known film called Kill Bill Volume One oh, as Japanese schoolgirl assassin Gogo Yubari, and with her spinning chain Sick. ball of death, which is the coolest. It's like a scythe on a chain, right? In, it is literally a ball on a chain with a buzzsaw blade around it. Oh shit! It, and that she switched. That's one of the For- best. Totally like, forgot what that weapon was. That's one of like the best three minutes of tension action Tarantino has done in his movies. Just because it's just Sick. all you hear is vroom, vroom, from her swinging the thing. There's no music. There's none of that shit. Really, really good. Quentin Tarantino said that Battle Royale was the best movie he had watched in the last two decades. Yeah, okay, that sounds like a fucking Tarantino opinion. Yeah, it's just like you have a you have a type. Like, oh, for sure. yeah. of course. Wait, did you like just not watch The Princess Bride or something, bro? Like, How there do were you better think movies. He cast Gogo, you buy, like, <laughs> oh my yeah, god, I'm still just I'm surprised sense. because there's like zero feet in in this movie. I don't think I saw a no. single foot. No, no, no. He's <laughs> no, that's 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 pure Tarantino. He never he didn't take the foot <laughs> thing. Are... That's the only thing in his movies that's not adapted from some other form of cinema. It's <laughs> The foot thing. Those are for his films. Yeah, you know, he this doesn't could really use care in the other films. Those are for him. In almost his perfect. Films. Needs more feet. You know, the toe jam is the glue that holds all of his references together. I, dude, I. So there's all everybody is famous by feet. Once upon a time in Hollywood, he just says, "Yes, I like feet." Everybody, shut up. I like feet. Here are the feet. Deal with it, because there's two scenes specifically where it's just like, ba-boom, ba-boom, in the front of the frame, and you're like, thank you, Quentin. I was so curious if this rumor was true. Now I know it is. Thank you. Yeah. Well, his problem was, the problem was, is that he was never unsubtle about it and did not want to own up to it at the same time. <laughs> like, let me just foot-fuck Mia Wallace, like, as she's walking up. Let me just... But fuck, I don't know who is it in Glorious Bastards, the the blonde actress, Diane Kruger. Diane Kruger. I'm just like, there's there's not an actress who remains unfucked in the foot, like in any of these <laughs> movies. And it's just like, uh, so you you got a foot thing, right? Like, no, I mean it really is a shot that talks about like, no, no, fine, it's okay, dude. Like it's okay, Quentin. Yeah, there's a in Death Proof, somebody has their leg out the car window, and there's the accident, and the leg ends up severed on the road. That's um, exactly what I was gonna say next. I was like, I think it's Zoe Deschanel. Bell? Nah, I'm not. Zoe I'm not sure. But something. I was just like, please tell me y'all kept that fake Lego away from Quentin. <laughs> 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 that was a really accurate prop. <laughs> cool. Does anybody have anything else? I love the movie. Go watch it. Um, yeah. Oh, Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle Royale is fucking awesome. I think it does. I think it is the best battle royale based move. Like, I think the Hunger Games can go fucking eat a dick in comparison. <laughs> so to this it's movie. so fucking hungry because they're so just like because well, they're oh my they're God. thirsty. They're not hungry. They're thirsty. They'll eat it with fucking open arms because they're starving. Um, 
I think the this movie does a better job getting to the heart of the concept and the effects it has on its characters way more than Hunger Games. And I think what is so effective about it is that they try so little to to justify this yeah. battle royale happening. It's just, nope, fuck it, scene at the beginning, murder. Like, this is what this movie is about. Like, what happens when you're forced to murder? Nothing else. I mean, they they could have done a throwaway line about why it helps at all, but... It's aside from that, fucking yeah, all the way. Yeah, excellent. It would have made arcs, it better. Like yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. all like just littered everywhere. It's just like have another character, have another good character, have another strong character. Mm-hmm. Like, easy. One of the coolest moments in this movie. This this is something we didn't talk about earlier, but talking about like w- a, a weirdly realistic uh, interpret or a demonstration of what happens when you put teenies into yeah. this murder situation is one of the the schoolgirls is just murdering up a storm. And she comes back to her lair, and another teen is there. And she goes, I know you were here. I know you didn't just find me. There's a tampon in the toilet. And just, like, fucking CSIs. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, no. And I know because Becky told me that you're on your period. Yeah. So I know you were here. Like, oh, shit. Like, you just like, fucking some, survivor yeah. manned you know, all this information Well, out I like her. that she says, like, and I know the dead girl is not on her period because I checked. And it's like, yeah. Oh. Fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Shit got so fucking real. Yeah, it was great. Great movie, and it's amazing how it's not just the group that gets into a group. There are several groups and they all splinter for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Different approaches are taking every forty two characters and I felt connected to them all. Yeah. Dope. I didn't I didn't I thought there was no way they were gonna cover all of them, but within like two hours they did all of it and managed that stuff the beginning and the end too. Like very well done narratively. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so do we want to do that that kids corner? Kids corner. No, don't do that. I want to do something different, but y'all did the same thing. Oh, I sorry. No, what are we? You left me bopping over I here. I am such a fan of fake news bulletin boppity bopping. Okay, like I, dude, I you don't tell me. I started the fucking. But uh. But Taylor's right. We can't ask him to do anything different. If I'm just kidding. That's yeah, that's every time. Uh, but what were you trying to do? Because I do have some. The only thing I wanted to mention is that we were probably doing another um, viewer suggested episode next week, which I think we can yeah. leave as a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just want to probably hear about this from us before you go. I will say into it yourself. Um, if you have suggestions and ideas, DM us on whatever you can, you know, any social media, our website, whatever. We do them. Clearly, we yeah. listen. Like we're getting some really good ones too. Yeah, we're planning on doing all of them. Just the uh, we're still recovering from the summer, so it's uh, <laughs> now now we have a little bit of a backlog to get through. But uh, we'll get there. Hell yeah, kids' corner. That that's that's what I had. John for recommending the episode. John, thank you so much. Mwah. Hope you're having a good time in Guam. John nope. in Guam. Nope. Nope. Different guy. Danny's it's, in Guam. Wow, man. Sorry, Danny. What an incredibly misinformed host we have. Hey, they're not okay. They you they are my Google friends, but I can't Google it. <laughs> is Danny in Guam? And Google just says, <laughs> like, I don't know. Is <laughs> Danny in Guam? What not is this Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> it's like the Plonstashian version of Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> you know, it's Danny in Guam. <laughs> it's just a text to speak adventure about is Danny in Guam? Let us find out. Hello, is your name Danny? No. Oh my God. <laughs> just, you know, so feel free to tell Taylor to go fuck himself if you <laughs> yeah, heard that. Just, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's 
That's it. You can and you can tell me to go fuck myself on both our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word, or you can hit us up on our website at r we friends.com. I have been your team menstrual investigator co-host, Taylor. I have been your pot lid wielding co-co-host, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you next week. Sayonara.